Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. This morning in our time, because there's things to be done at the end, so by the Lord's help, by quarter after 11, I'm going to be done. Amen. By the Lord's help. And also God takes over. Now, if he takes over, I'm sorry. Amen. Second Samuel chapter number 12 in your hearing. Uh, amen. It's, it's, it's a familiar scripture to you. I'll read more verses this morning than I normally would read. Amen. But just to get a story across. Amen. Second Samuel chapter 12, starting verse number 15. And Nathan departed unto his house, and the Lord struck the child that Uriah's wife bare unto David, and it was very sick. And David therefore besought God for the child. And David fasted and went in and lay all night upon the earth. The elders of his house arose and went to him to raise him up from the earth, but he would not. Neither did he eat bread with them. And it came to pass on the seventh day that the child died. And the servants of David feared to tell him that the child was dead, for they said, Behold, while the child was yet alive, we spake unto him, and he would not hearken unto our voice. How will he then vex himself if we tell him that the child is dead? But when David saw that his servants whispered, David perceived that the child was dead. Therefore David said unto his servants, Is the child dead? And they said, He is dead. Then David arose from the earth and washed and anointed himself and changed his apparel and came into the house of the Lord and worshipped. Then he came to his own house, and when he required, they set bread before him, and he did eat. Then said his servants unto him, what thing is this that thou hast done? Thou didst fast and weep for the child while it was alive, but when the child was dead, thou didst rise and eat bread. And he said, while the child was yet alive, I fasted and wept, for I said, who can tell whether God will be gracious to me that the child may live? But now he is dead. Wherefore should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he shall not return to me. Heavenly Father, thank you for the word of God this morning. I thank you, Lord, for every father this morning. It's in this house, Lord Jesus, asking you to bless and anoint us this morning. Let us encourage our brothers in the Lord this morning, our fathers, families, God. Lord, I need your help today, God. I need your anointing, Lord, upon these lips of clay that I could encourage and strengthen the families, Lord, that are represented here this morning. Lord, in thy house, I pray it right now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You can be seated. This morning, for a little while, I would like to speak to you on this subject. The father that never gives up. The father that never gives up. Father in the dictionary says that a father is a cause or the source of. 
It says to charge the begetting of or the responsibility for. It is a male parent of, it says. In Bible times, the father was responsible for the conduct of required religion. Amen. Observances and its ceremonies. And it was his responsibility as father to give religious nurture to his children. He was the main person to lead his family. He was the leader of his family. Amen. In those days, it was almost a disgrace for a father not to have a son to carry on the family name. So a father was always praying for a son. It was a normal thing. Amen. Uh, and, and, and even in, in our world today, dad or daddy or dada is supposed is one of the very first words that a baby speaks. Could be mama, you know, but I'm saying it's one of the first words that a baby generally speaks. So fathers are important. Amen. But daddies are more important. I said, fathers are important, but daddies are more important. It has been said that anybody can be a father, but it takes someone special to be a daddy. Fathers are the cause or the source of, but they don't always stay around to watch the, church, the, the, the child grow up. Sometimes they, they're gone. Man, I, wanted to, I want you to know this morning that daddies stay around for the long haul. The daddy stays around for the good and for the bad. And they stay around for all the problems that the child and the mother goes through because they want to be a part of raising that child. That's a daddy. Anybody can be a father, but it takes someone special to be a daddy. Hallelujah. I believe we got some daddies in here this morning. Hallelujah. I, I run on to this, and I thought it was, I don't know, but it, maybe, maybe it don't fit everybody. I don't know, but I'm, I'm going to tell you, down through my life, when my children were at home, this fit. And, and I'm hoping it fits where you were at and the way you have raised your children. It said a dad is a member, is a mender of toys, a leader of boys. He's a charger, he's a changer of fuses, a healer of bruises. He's a mover of couches, a healer of ouches. He's a hanger of screens, a counselor of teens. He's a pounder of nails, a teller of tales. He's dryer of dishes, a fulfiller of wishes. Bless him, O Lord. I began to think about and then kind of just drawed my attention, began to think about it just here even this morning of uh, how funny that is. And I don't, I don't do dishes anymore. I used to. My children were at home and my wife worked. And I tell you, I done it all. I, I cooked for them. I, done, I, done, I took, I took, I, they, we didn't miss church just because mama worked. I got all those girls ready, done their hair. Come on, we took all, and then the boy until we went to church. Didn't miss church because mama worked. Amen. I began to think, though, the dryer of dishes. And I thought, uh, you know, when it's my turn to, 
to, to cook, we go to McDonald's. So we go to McDonald's a lot. In fact, it's so much so that as you get older and things change in your life, you know that when it's just the, the nest is empty now and it's, uh, it's back like it was uh, when it was just her and I that started out, we come back to that place. You're going to come back to that place again in your life. So, daddies, you better love the mama. Come on, you got a lot of years together. You better love them while you can. Amen. They may not always be with you or it may be vice versa. But we, my daughter Rebecca took us out to supper Friday night. We went to Twin Rivers and, and uh, amen, my, my old dentist was there. And he's, we always kind of kick back and forth and talk to each other. And, and we was walking out and I greeted him and, and he grabbed me by the hand and, and he looked at Sister McGee and he said, I see your stove's broke too. said, yes, sir, that thing's not working good. He said, well, I've noticed that ours aren't working good either. And said, we find ourselves at these places all the time. While back we were at uh, uh, Tasty Freeze, I believe it was, and uh, we seen them in there. And he come up to my wife and he said, soon I'm going to blame you this on you because, said, I'm here because of you. Said, uh, you, you know, you told me how good uh, that sandwich was here. One sandwich that we go out there to eat, a tenderloin. Said, we like the grilled tenderloin or the, the breaded tenderloin. Said, you told me how good that was. And said, I came out here and now here I am. I'm eating this tenderloin. And then after that, I had to have ice cream. So, you know, as we get older, things change. But I want to tell you something. It never changes. If you're a daddy, you're still a daddy. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, glory. I feel the Holy Ghost. It may be that you counsel your children as they're growing up, but I'm telling you, I counsel them just as much today as I did when they're children. You know why? Because I still care about them. Oh, hallelujah. Woo! Oh, oh. oh glory. The father that never gives up. Amen. David never give up. As long as the child was still alive, David fasted and lay before the Lord all night in prayer for his sick child. And the scripture tells us that this may have went on and, and it don't say that he laid there all that time, but the way it sounds, it almost sounds like that David lay on his face before God for seven days, Brother Terry, for a child that the Lord said he's already going to take. I'm going to take that child because of the way that it was born. I'm going to, I'm going to take it because it was, it was conceived in adultery. And David, you know you've done wrong because of that sin. I'm going to take the child. But David did not give up on that child. He laid before the Lord and he prayed seven days hoping that God would change his mind just in time. He never gave up. As long as there was hope, David prayed for the child. He was a daddy. He cared for the child. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Just in case, just in case that God might change his mind and save the child's life. After the death of the child, we find David arose from the earth. The Bible said, and he washed himself and anointed himself. Hallelujah. 
He washed all of the past off of him and he anointed himself to become new. Hallelujah. And changed his apparel. And he came into the house of the Lord and he worshiped. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you something. There comes a place in your life that you have done everything that you can do for your children. Daddies, when that child walks out your door and goes on their own, there is nothing more that you can do for that child, only pray. You can give them counseling if they come and ask, and sometimes you do even though they don't. Amen, and, and it's not always welcomed sometimes, but the best thing you can do for that child is after you have raised them right, to say, okay, there's not going to be a day that I'm not going to pray for you. Come on. I'm, I'm going to lay you on the altar before the Lord and I'm going to pray that God will move in your life and use you. I believe this is what David was saying. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be there for my child as long as I can. But once I can't do any more, then I'm going to wash myself and I'm going to go worship. Come on now. I'm, I'm going to go to church. Hallelujah. I'm going to go to church. I'm not going to count God uh, and I'm not going to look to God as God, this is your fault. But I'm going to go and worship you, Lord, because you are still God even in the midst of trial and trouble. Amen. Even if if I lose a child, God, you're still God. Even if things don't turn out like you would like them to, you're still God. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. 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 So he sat and eat bread after that. Came to his own house and he ate bread to give him nourishment. We need daddies today who will pray for their children. And can I add to their grandchildren and great-grandchildren until all hope is gone. Hallelujah. We need daddies who will get a hold of the horns of the altar and pray until the answer comes or all hope is left us. In the Old Testament times, when someone done something worthy of death, what you found many times that they would run to the temple and they would grab the horns of the altar, Sister Craig, and they would lay hold on them and they would not let loose of them. In fact, many times the king would say, you go up there and you just go ahead and you let them have it while they got a hold of the horns of the altar because they are going to die. Come on. But they were going to hold on till the last thing. They were not going to turn loose of the horns of the altar. We need daddies who will not turn loose of the horns of the altar. Even after my children get outside the doors, I need to pray and seek God for them and get a hold of the horns of the altar until the answer comes. I need not to give up on my children. We need daddies. I've seen fathers that's glad they're gone. But I'm going to tell you, a daddy's never glad that they're gone. And a daddy don't give up on them after they leave. And no matter what they do, you're still their daddy. Fathers sometimes divorce their children, but daddies don't. 
daddies hold on because it's still their child. It's still a part of them. It's still my flesh and blood, and I'm going to pray, and I'm going to seek God until the answer comes. I'm not going to give up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So David was a daddy. He believed that you ought to pray and you ought to seek God until the answer comes. I'm going I'm to bring some likenesses and some things in the Bible. I want to turn to Luke chapter number 15 and read a few verses there. The prodigal son, it's just a, a very familiar scripture, and he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto the father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight am no longer more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said unto his servants, Bring forth the best robe. Put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring thither, hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. We know the story very well. The, the younger son, he wanted, to, he wanted his inheritance early. He, he, he didn't want to be under daddy's roof no more. Been there, church? Come on. Didn't really want to be there anymore. Thought he'd kind of like to spend his money. He didn't want to farm. He wanted to go out and have a good time. So he said, Daddy, you give what's coming to me. And, and, and then the Bible said he, he went and he fervently used that money and, and spent it and just went through the money and wasted it. The Bible says he wasted it. Man, but I want you to know that this guy that was still at home was more than a father he was a daddy because i see in this story that the father evidently had never give up on his son coming home he had never give up he had evidently he was still praying he was still seeking god that god would send that boy back home because we find the father that evidently he must have been looking for the son, Brother Daniel. He, was, he, he, he had never quit watching the road that come to home. It seemed like that it must have been a continual thing that different times through the day he would find himself, Brother Freddie, at the front door looking and just hoping that son was coming home. There was just something in him that said, one of these days he's coming home. So he watched and he prayed. And the Bible even tells us, amen, uh, that, that he was watching because not only that, but it seems that he had put some things back for him just in case he come home. Man, he had laid aside some things, amen, like the robe. He said, you go get the robe and let's put the robe on him. Amen. I want you to get the ring. Amen. The family ring that had a signet on it that, that the boy could go purchase things and he could seal it with that ring. 
And daddy was responsible. Come on, church. I'm talking about a daddy. It's not a father. He said, I'm not going to give you anymore. No, no. He said, here, I'm going to give you everything. You might have took your inheritance, but son, I still saved a portion back for you, and you can seal it with your signet ring, and it's going to be, oh, they're going to be taken care of. Aren't you glad that we got a heavenly father this morning that give us a signet ring in all that we've ever done? We may have separated ourselves and run for God, but I'm going to tell you, daddy is still looking out the door saying, I'm waiting for that lost one to come back home that I can put a robe on him and put a signet ring on him that they've got everything that's in my power. Oh, glory. Father never gives up. Father never gives up. And I don't know, it kind of seems like he might have come home barefooted. He said, I want you to go get them shoes. And I'm sorry, but I don't believe they was used. You can believe what you want on this scripture, but I'm going to put it from my commentary that he had a brand new pair of shoes, a brand new robe, and he'd laid the signet ring that he had wore before, and he had placed it there, and he said, I want you to, I've bought some new things. You're not going to get the old, son. I'm going to give you the best. I want you to go get that robe, that new robe, and I want you to put it on him. Glory. And I want you to go get the ring and put it on his finger and go get those new shoes in the closet that I've laid up there because I've just figured one day I'm going to see him coming down that road and these things are waiting. I know exactly where they are. I've, you know where they are because I've talked about them different times. Go get them out of the closet because today my boy's coming home. I expected it. I've been praying for it. And today it's going to happen. They're coming back home. I know they are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe we have some daddies in here this morning that would do such a thing. Daddies, don't give up on your children. Hallelujah. There is still hope. As long as there is breath, there is hope. I don't care where our children could have gone. I don't care which way they could have gone or how far they are away from you. I want you to know, daddies, that there is still hope for your child. As long as there is breath, there is still hope. And I'm praying that you fathers will join me this morning. Amen. Let's, let's pray for all of our children. I'm praying for all nieces and nephews and my family. I'm praying. Come on. I don't know about you, but I've not given up on them. Hell, they, they may not be in here this morning, but I've not given up on them. I'm still laying before the Lord. I still got hope. Hallelujah. It may have been a while since I've seen them, but I'm still looking for them to come in the door again. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Daddy never gives up. He keeps on praying. He keeps on seeking God for his children. And then we've got a heavenly daddy. Our daddy never gave up on you and I. He took the beating. The stripes was put on his back for you and I's healing. He thought about us and everything. He never thought about himself, but he thought about us. He never thought about his life, but he thought about our life. <laughs> and he took 
our sins upon him. They were nailed to the cross with him. And he gave his blood, his last drop of blood that you and I might be saved. Church, the answer to our prayers concerning our family may not come while you're living. May not come while I'm living. Only the Lord knows. <laughs> I said it may not come. My answers to my prayers, Sister Christy, may not come while I'm living. But I'm telling you, I'm looking for the answer. I'm still looking. I'm still looking out the door. And I've still got the hope. Hallelujah. 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 But I'm going to tell you this. If they don't come while I'm living, I'm going to die believing that God that the, is going to answer the prayer that it will come. <laughs> because I'm going to tell you something. God pours out prayers many times after we're long gone. I, I, I can't, I, I, it always comes back to memory. The answers to mom and daddy's prayers did not start to being poured out until after they were both gone. And after they were both gone, it was like as soon as mom passed from this life that God was saying, since your testimonies is finished, I'm going to start pouring out the answer to your prayers. Daddies, don't ever give up. Hallelujah. Even, even if death comes to you, don't give up because there is a God that heard your prayers. And let me tell you, they're in his hand waiting to be poured out even if it's not while I'm living. When I one time pass from this life, when I'm gone, God is going to pour out the answers to those prayers. I'm believing it. I'm still looking for it. Even until the day I die, I'm still looking for God to answer my prayer. Hallelujah. 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 I know there comes times of wondering whether God's going to do it or not. But it never comes so serious, Brother Terry, that I can't still be a daddy. Because God's still real. Hallelujah. And I'm going to tell you, he may fail the fathers, but he ain't going to fail the daddies. I've got a heavenly father. I've got a heavenly daddy that never gave up on me. Come on. Down through life, many times he have answered my prayers and done miracles in my life done miracles in my family. We have watched him many times, Sister McGee, raising children. I can remember many a night, amen, when, when there wasn't money to take them to the doctors and maybe not even insurance in those years to take them to the doctor. But I can remember children, amen, burning up with high fevers during the night, laying that child between us and it almost cooked both of us. And we began to pray. And I remember praying, laying there and praying and all at once you would start just feeling that body start to cool. You know why? Because a daddy and a mommy, come on, a daddy and a mommy began to pray and God hears the prayers of parents, come on, that love their children and he won't turn his back on a daddy and a mommy that loves their children and he'll answer prayer. 
Hallelujah. Daddies never give up. Mamas never give up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know. I guess in my family, I don't know. Maybe it's a thing. My seems like all of my all of my daughters call me daddy. My son calls me dad. I don't know. That's a good thing. I I can't ever remember anybody any of them calling me father. And else they was introducing me to someone. Then in reverence, it was father. But usually when they're around, it's daddy or dad. I take that as a compliment. I'm glad, Brother Terry, they don't call me father. Because a father, anybody can be a father, but it takes a special person to be a daddy. It takes some, a, a daddy is some, somebody that, that when, when a daughter gets out of line someplace... It's when they start doing things a little bit when they shouldn't do. I, I, remember, I remember instances in our family when my daughter got out of line that I'd say, come on, let's get in the car. And we took a little drive. And I didn't jump down their throat, but we talked. I didn't scream and holler, but I talked just like I'm talking now. You know why? Because I was a daddy and that was my daughter. Come on, church. Daddies never give up. Oh, we need some daddies today that won't give up on their children. Instead of looking and saying, well, they're always going to be a drunk, or they're always going to be this, or they're always going to be that. They are if you keep talking like that. But if you shut your mouth and get on your knees before God and pour out your heart to God, I'm talking about a daddy that hears my prayer and he can change the course of life and nature. Hallelujah. Daddies never give up. I don't give up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Mom and Dad, your testimony may be finished. It comes to God, but your testimony isn't finished because still carrying it on. Their testimonies live on in this church. Glory. Hallelujah. Psalms 126 and 5. They that sow in tears <laughs> shall reap in joy. Glory. I don't know, Brother Terry, but I'm standing on it. There's going to be a joyful day. Hallelujah. And us that sow in tears is going to reap it in joy. I'm looking forward to that day, and I know it's going to come. Amen. 2 Corinthians 9 and 6 says... But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully, everybody say bountifully, shall also reap bountifully. So if you say short prayers, then God's going to give you short answers. You know. The Bible says pray without ceasing. I'm, that, I don't mean you've got to stay on your knees all day long. That's, that means when you're walking through the day that you need to pray. Send a prayer up now and then. Sister McGee and I both are, are, are do it. You know, we'd be walking around in that mobile home. She may be on the other end. I'd be on, you know, the opposite end, and we're walking. And I'll say, oh, thank you, Jesus, or something. She'd say, Dad, dear, what you say? She's talking to me. No, I'm just talking to the Lord. 
Come on. It ought to be a normal thing. Daddies and mommies do those things because through the day, they're still pouring out prayers, amen, to children that God would put protection upon them, that he would help them and encourage them, let their lives be blessed and changed. Come on. Come on. You don't never quit. You don't. Come on. Daddies don't quit. Mamas don't quit. I've never seen one time, Brother Terry, that I got out my family list of all my children. So while I'm going to mark that, no, 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 no. I might keep writing their name a little while because I think, you know, maybe if I write it more, then God will hear it more. I want to introduce you to my children. Lord, don't forget them. Because they're daddy's girls and there's daddy's boy. Oh, sir. I've been praying. I've been praying this. Sister McGee and I have been praying. We've been pouring out our heart this week for our family that's away and been used of God. By the way, I know third, by Thursday, 21 people had received the Holy Ghost and have no idea about Friday. I know that there was miracles that happened on Thursday. Electricity, he said, every time Dad would come into this tabernacle, it was like electricity. So powerful. He said, even somebody had mentioned before he got up on Thursday night, looked around, turned around, said, Brother McGee, there is something electric in here tonight, and something that God, somebody's going to get receive healing. There's going to be miracles happen in this house tonight. Spirit of God began to move. A little girl that had been hurt in the, I believe, like on a Monday, whatever, right at the first of the week, had hurt her leg, had to be taken to the hospital and and I don't know what was wrong they ended up and anyhow they had to wrap her leg and they put one of those boots on it and she'd been limping around all week said on Thursday night the Holy Ghost came in that place and said the next thing I done dad as I looked around this girl she's dancing all over the place in that boot and the next thing I know the boots off and that wraps off and she's still shouting the glory down and never put it back on on Friday God healed her Come on, church. I'm talking about a God that's real. I'm going to tell you, he hears you, Daddy. When you're praying for your children, he won't overlook you. So we've been praying for our children and our family that God would wrap their, his arms around them, protect them. Hallelujah. Galatians 6 and 9. I'm click quickly coming to a close. Let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. Daddies, you're going to reap if you faint not. In other words, if you never give up, God's going to come on the scene. If you would allow me, I would like to read something that it's, it's supposed to be a quote Dorothy Nolte wrote a, something here, and, and it concerned children that touched my heart. And it said, if a child lives with criticism, he learns to condemn. If a child lives with hostility, he learns to fight. If a child lives with ridicule, he learns to be shy. If a child lives with shame, he learns to feel guilty. If a child lives with tolerance, 
he learns to be patient. If a child lives with encouragement, he learns confidence. If a child lives with praise, he learns to appreciate. If a child lives with fairness, he learns justice. If a child lives with security, he learns to have faith. If a child lives with approval, he learns to like himself. If a child lives with acceptance and friendship, he learns to find love in the world that he lives in. How true this morning. Daddies, don't ever give up on your children, your grandchildren, your nieces and your nephews. If we were to give up, we would look at some of them, Sister McGee, down through the past years, and we would say it would never happen. But yet in God, I know that all things are possible. So therefore, as a daddy, I'm never going to give up. I'm just going to keep on praying. Daddies, don't you give up. God's still got a work in your life. He's still got something for you to speak about in the children. He's still got a work for you to do. Amen. I thank the Lord for our daddies this morning. Hallelujah. Could you... Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's F-A-C-M-C. Thank you and have a blessed day.